1: hi friends welcome to another episode of spiced chaos
0: yes oh my goodness yes i'm so excited
1: yes i'm so excited too i'm recording this at my house with no one here it's just me
0: oh my goodness
1: and i cannot tell you how long it's been since i've been alone
0: has it been a while
1: like four weeks (laughs) <laughs> no,
0: I couldn't. I could never. Like, I could not do that.
1: Well, I know that the old me from like two years ago that was alone all the time mm-hmm. would be like screaming inside.
0: Oh.
1: <laughs> you know, <laughs> but yes. the new me who has kind of, you know, recovered from all that and gotten to where I kind of like the people in my life, um, you know, I kind of miss people when I'm alone.
0: See, I like the people in my life, but man, if I don't get a break from people,
1: sometimes <laughs> well, I kind of lose it. It's just, I do get a break from my kids pretty often with our custody situation. Yeah. So even when my kids are like grating on me, I remember like, okay, in a few days they'll be gone and you'll miss them.
0: Yeah. And we'll talk about my kids being gone now
1: too. <laughs> yeah. We've got to talk about that. We've got to, we've got to yeah. talk about so many things. So before we get going on like the plan for the show. Yeah. um, Over there in the heat is Caitlin from Creating in Chaos.
0: Don't speak about that heat. We are going to pretend it's not happening. <laughs> but over there me from Spice Plan.
1: Yeah. And I'm just chilling here. It's cool.
0: How dare you say that to me? Why would you say
1: <laughs> those words.
0: How dare you? I'm like
1: trying you for real.
0: You really are. I'm about to come through the screen, Leanne. Like, I know. You I've, can see my eyeballs right now.
1: Y'all, we talked last night and we texted yesterday afternoon and we texted for a while yesterday for the first time in a long time mm-hmm. because I was gone for a few days this week in a place with no service and everything's just been so crazy and she knows like nothing about what's going on in my life and it's just really weird um mm-hmm. we texted yesterday and I could hear a tone in her texts mm-hmm. okay she was so like ill about her situation
0: <laughs> I'm so angry about this heat I'm so mad
1: she's like so angry about it that it's coming through in her text messages
0: see here's the thing I I was bred for like a harsh Irish winter <laughs> like I'm pretty much like half potato okay I was not bred for the tropics or the desert. I cannot do this.
1: (laughs) Look, I get it. Okay. I, I am uncomfortable. Like as soon as it's like a degree above, I don't know, 75, I'm like, okay, it's getting a little sweaty. Well, let's um, just talk about
0: it since we've been talking about it and now I'm all fired up anyway. Let's just talk about this heat that I'm enduring. You know, so, it's
1: going off the notes. This is not I'm, like, just I'm
0: just rearranging. I'm drawing, I'm drawing an arrow. <laughs> on the note.
1: I'm just rearranging. Okay. So heat wave, what
0: you got? <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. So not only is it a heat wave, but they're calling it a heat dome. It's apparently these stupid clouds. Ugh, so mad. I'm so mad. You all, um, just so mad that are like holding the heat in. And so this is like unprecedented for Portland and the Oregon area. People, And also, okay, so here's the thing. People in the Pacific Northwest, it never gets this hot. So basically nobody owns an air conditioner. Like it's just not a thing that we do. Right. And so yesterday was 106. Oh. Today is slated to be anywhere between 113 to 120.
1: Oh my gosh, Caitlin, I'm going to hang up on you.
0: And then Monday is supposed to be 115 is what my Google app says right now.
1: I just, that, those temperatures are unfathomable to me. And
0: I'm excited for Tuesday's forecast of 95. I'm like,
1: oh, it's going to cool down. (laughs) (laughs) Look at that. (laughs) We're going to have a cold snap. (laughs) we might be able
0: to have the fans on and not sleep in the basement (laughs) I cannot I could never I cannot do this and I understand for those of you who are listening from Texas and Arizona and New Mexico and Nevada y'all are used to this and you all own air conditioners okay like that's the thing like yeah we don't really do that around here
1: places that usually get, get hot like this. We do, we all have air conditioners in our houses or
0: pools. Like in California, every yard has a pool. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. No, I'm you guys. She texted me the other morning and she was like, I got up and I just put on a bikini so I didn't have to put pants on. Yes. <laughs>
0: like, <laughs> yesterday I got up in the morning and I was wearing like, it was a chic soul dress. So it was cute. But I had on no bra and no underwear. And then I had to go somewhere. And I was so angry
1: that I had to put on a bra and underwear. I was so bad. Yeah, there are times when it's sweaty and hard to put those things on. Yeah. So yeah.
0: that's mm-hmm. what's happening in Portland right now. Um Yeah, I can't we it. yeah, we do have like usually so we have like an industrial size fan, usually, and we Brian has this like. You know, his little engineering brain has this like setup where the fan like pumps the cool air in and whatever, so it usually works really well because we have new windows that like lock in the cold air. But like last night, it didn't get below seventy-five, so you can't oh. even use like the night air.
1: Yeah. Mm. <sighs> so oh. yeah,
0: and a lot of our neighbors have chickens, and so they're like, "How are we going to keep our chickens cold?" So that's a bonus. Our ducks are just in the water, like happy as could be. So they're fine. The ducks are fine. The guinea pig is holding strong. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But we don't have any like we don't have a dog to walk, so we don't have to like worry about like hot feet on the pavement or anything like that. So there are some silver linings, I guess.
1: Well but I'm not,
0: I'm mad about it. I don't like heat. I don't want to do this. I I hate it here. <laughs>
1: I, I hear you, I, I know. And I, I don't, of course I can't, I don't understand. I've, I don't think I've ever been to a place that was that hot.
0: Okay, I just read this quote, speaking of that, um, that this meteorologist put up, and I think I shared it in our group chat, but maybe not. But it said, putting the Pacific Northwest heat wave in perspective, Portland, Oregon will be hotter than about 99.8% of Earth as it smashes its all-time temperature record on Sunday. The only places expected to be hotter Africa Sahara Desert the Persian Gulf (laughs) and California's deserts okay so like I'm no air conditioning in that
1: how I don't know how you guys are like we're gonna go just
0: sit in my mom's pool today like they also don't even get me started about that I my mom and I are in a fight she went to the beach (laughs) where it is 65 degrees (laughs)
1: so she's still in Oregon yeah, but the beach never gets hot. Like if the beach is
0: 80, it's like boiling. Okay. Like it doesn't get hot there. So it's 65 degrees. Okay. And I was like, "Are you serious? Like you're just going to go? Like this is what we're going to do. We're just going to go." Okay. You just right, gone with her. No, I can't. I have too much to do here. Oh,
1: well, you know that having too much to do never stops me from leaving. <laughs>
0: i just i can't um so yeah I well, don't know. maybe we need to invest in central air i don't know but
1: um yes could you please do that before august 10th thanks <laughs> that's
0: probably not gonna happen
1: thousands of dollars i have no idea how to pack to be in a place in august that doesn't have air conditioning i don't know how to do that like
0: i'm gonna put you in a hotel like close by well, so you'll have air
1: conditioning. Well, you, no, you don't have to do that. Like I I won't I mean, if Jamie comes, we'll stay in a hotel. Yeah. But if it's just me,
0: <laughs> well, we'll talk. We'll talk about that more. We'll talk about where you're going to stay.
1: Okay. All right. We'll figure that out. Um but anyway, well, okay. So the heat wave thing kind of answers our first question for each other for this week. How has your week been? <laughs> it's been
0: really hot and sweaty. <laughs> Like my oh. upper lip has never been more active.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's <laughs> what Caitlin's week has been. And isn't it your first week of summer break?
0: Oh, uh, geez. I don't even know. I'm pretty sure like my summer break is like non-existent because I just looked at like my work calendar. My first day back to work is August 23rd. And I'm like, okay, that's like 10 minutes off work. Um, Yeah. I think I was working last week. Yeah. I finished grades last week. I don't even know what has happened recently. I feel like the heat has just like melted my brain.
1: Yeah. We're going to have a hard time getting through this y'all. Cause she really can't function.
0: <laughs> I can't. Like I said, I'm built for a harsh Irish winter.
1: Like that's <laughs> what I'm made for.
0: So how hot is it right now at this moment? That we're <laughs> right now. Okay. And just to put this in perspective, it is 850 in the morning. So it's still morning time and it's 84 degrees.
1: Okay. Yeah. So, 84 is not a temperature that makes me mad.
0: <laughs> but in the morning, when you're expecting it to be like crisp and a little like dewy outside
1: mm-hmm. on a lovely
0: June morning.
1: Yeah. See, that's the difference between where you are and where I am weather wise. Yeah. Because in the morning, like, okay, it's almost noon right now here. Mm-hmm. It's also 83 degrees. Oh, no. So at noon there, it will be like 125,000 degrees outside, right? That's, uh-huh. that's the difference is that it's noon here and it's 83 degrees. Um, let me see what the temperatures are like, like when we first get up in the morning. Okay. So like this morning, it would have been probably around 73 degrees outside, but there's so much humidity in the air that it's like when you, oh, walk, yeah. when you walk outside, it's like you are immediately sweating. You know, it's like there are people talk about dry heat, which I don't really know what that feels like. I don't think. You I've do, yeah. End.
0: For as humid as the Pacific Northwest is, I would describe this as dry heat. It's definitely not humid.
1: Okay. Because I feel like that if it was like 110 here in our humidity, that I would just, I would be like your mom. I would have to leave. I would just get in the car and leave. I couldn't. But the thing about it is, is that it's not just her at the beach right
0: now it's the, like the entire state has descended upon our poor little beach towns, which is
1: kind of bad. <laughs> oh, wow. I bet it's so crowded there.
0: <laughs> I bet so too. It, it will literally be zero fun right now because okay. I like to go. So when I plan a beach trip, I like to go in like September, like after everybody has gone and it's yeah. still kind of warm. Yeah. So, cause I don't really like people like
1: that. <laughs> uh, no, I hear you. I do. Um, well so this past week and anyone who listened to the mini then you know kind of what my struggle was but um this past week i um i had the kids this week Mm -hmm. and we went down to georgia um Uh and it was safe there you know how like they have a song the devil went down to georgia i was just i was like okay
0: i gotta make a a joke about this but i don't really know the song title I was
1: it was safe there because the devil is in portland
0: yeah i am i am literally inside the devil's womb right now That's where i am
1: yeah so anyway um it was hot down there like i'm not gonna say that it wasn't hot but it wasn't like portland hot right now it wasn't so,
0: like the freaking sahara desert
1: no so we went to visit my cousin and um so my dad is a twin oh okay cool i don't yeah. think i knew that my father is an identical twin he identical identical yes they are identical mirror image twins so did you ever think that your uncle was your dad oh several times <laughs> that is yes. awesome yes when I was growing up we would have Christmas with that side of the family and uh-huh. I would get a present and I would run up to my uncle and show it to him and he'd be like your dad's <laughs> over there <laughs> Don't <laughs> so, get that. <laughs> yeah there have been times that um that I have Confuse them, but not now that they're like adults. Like now that I'm an adult, well, they've been adults my whole life. But now that I'm an adult, (laughs) now that they're adults, now that I mean, (laughs) I couldn't (laughs) tell them apart in pictures either. But like now that I'm an adult, and you know, I can tell. So anyway, um, so my dad's twin brother also has a daughter. Okay. So genetically, because they're identical twins, genetically, Candy and I are half sisters
0: whoa that's weird
1: we have this we have different moms but we technically dna wise have the same dads
0: so one of them could like commit a crime and then blame it on the other one or they so, would never know which one did it
1: right we could yes exactly if, if if my dad murdered someone and left his dna on the scene gary could be framed for that crime
0: or they would have no way to tell who one, which one really did it
1: Right. I, I mean, I guess there would be need to be like other evidence, but yeah. Weird. So anyway, um, and people who know about twins and DNA, like correct us if we're wrong. Cause we don't do any research <laughs> for this show. Um, no, <laughs> um, so I went down to Georgia to see my cousin and yeah. she has a husband and two children. Her children are grown. Uh-huh. They're both in college. Her daughter was home for the summer. Okay. So it was the three of them and us. And okay, so let me just see if I can—I can't—if I can set the scene. They live in Jackson, Georgia, which cool. is where the Stranger Things show is made or is supposed to take place.
0: Yeah, I know. I had to like scream that out to my family when you were telling me that the other day.
1: Oh. Yeah. So when my cousin was in Australia a few years ago when she tried to tell people where she lives that's what she told them and they were all like oh yeah yeah like people all over the world know jackson georgia because of stranger things right um so but jackson georgia is small and um has no cell phone service um well i mean i guess maybe some of the companies have service but verizon (laughs) did not um (laughs) and um my cousin lives in an airplane hangar oh that's neat Yes. So her whole house is an airplane hanger. And the front part of the house is like the house house. Okay. And then like the back part is where the airplane is. Oh, there's an actual airplane. Yes. They have an airplane.
0: Oh God. That's my like seventh circle of nightmare.
1: <laughs> so while we were there, um, her husband, Jeff, who is a pilot took us up in the plane.
0: Yeah. You Leanne got- sent me a picture of this plane and I got Like I nearly threw up because I hate flying and it's just this tiny little plane.
1: I know, it's like a tin can and and with wings.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's cool that they own a plane. Like this is no shade, like awesome. You own a plane. I'm not trying to call your plane small, but I mean, like I could- (laughs) i could not get in it without a lot of alcohol on board
1: (laughs) (laughs) no and see the thing is is that when i saw the plane my first response was like that is so effing cool you know like i just i love the plane i think it's so cute and it reminds me of that plane from the movie Planes, dusty crop hopper oh yeah that's Um, cute even though it's not a crop duster but it's still like you know it's the same kind of colors like the orange and white or whatever so yeah so anyway and my kids get to go up in the plane and they loved that because they've always wanted to fly in an airplane oh have they never flown before they've never flown before we we are working on trips i've got trips like you know in my mind that I'm going to take them right. on soon so they can oh, be to
0: you up on that were you going to do a Disney cruise or something was that you that was saying
1: that yeah my friend Allison and I are, are thinking about that mm-hmm. yeah so you know we they've got trips in their future but uh, <laughs> they were excited to get to go on this plane and um, it was just a cool few days you know um, it was just a different. Like I love my cousin, and I think she's awesome, but we lead very different lives. Like I just, you know, you know, it's just so so different. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, but she's a collector. She collects crafting things like fabric and buttons and ribbon and all this kind of stuff, and she has it like all organized in her house. Yeah. And, um, you know, I but the size of her collection made me feel better about my planner stuff. Let me just. Right, I was there.
0: just thinking, like, yeah, we collect craft supplies too. <laughs>
1: i know and i and you know it's been established that collecting craft supplies and using them are two different hobbies
0: exactly it's very true
1: yeah because there are people that will do a craft and only go to the store and buy the things that they need for that craft
0: i know who are these people
1: and then they make the craft and then they don't have like a whole bunch of like craft supplies everywhere
0: But then you have to go out every time you need something like no thank you
1: i know but like can you i think that it sounds it feels overwhelming to me to think about like okay i have this whole room full of fabric now i have to seek out a craft (laughs) to use this fabric with instead of like okay i found the craft now let me go get the supplies
0: i know i have a friend who is a seamstress like she makes our kids costumes sometimes and she's very talented and she has like, anytime there's like fabric scraps, she's like, oh yeah, I'll take those. I can use them. And she does. And I'm like, how do you do that?
1: Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. I, I love her setup. I love her situation. Um, She does have a very enormous collection of things. Um, But, you know, the place that they live now, it like is perfect for holding all of those things. Oh, that's good. Yeah. yeah. An airplane
0: hanger, I'm sure has a lot of storage.
1: Yeah. She's got lots and lots of room. And, um, you know, I told her, I said, I'm really glad that you aren't that much older than me because I don't want to be responsible for putting this stuff away when you're dead. <laughs>
0: exactly. I was
1: exactly. like, that's going to be somebody else's responsibility because I'll be too old. <laughs> I'll be too old because, to help.
0: <laughs> speaking of that, I actually just came across this channel on YouTube. I don't actually remember what it's called. Mm-hmm. And it's like, The people who come in and clean up like crime scenes or clean up after you have died, if you were there for a while.
1: Ooh, what do they do on their
0: channel? They like, it's like the cleaning part. Oh, they they show that part? Yeah, it's crazy. I watched like one episode of it or show or whatever, one video that they put up and I wasn't sure if I liked it or not. Yeah,
1: I don't know how I feel about that
0: yeah but it was it was interesting to think that like oh of course somebody has to like come in and like clean up after that you know like if you died and you were there for a while or you know if there was a crime scene or whatever
1: yeah and so no lie you guys this is one of my biggest fears what one of my biggest fears is that I will die before I get out from under this house
0: oh no well you're gonna be out of that house in like two weeks
1: and that somebody else is gonna have to clean this mess up because i know the judgment that they will be feeling (laughs) even though i'm dead yeah and i won't know about the judgment Uh uh-huh i just really don't want that situation like i am so excited to get out of here because Uh where i'm moving to there won't be all this junk (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> and Jamie will let you accumulate junk. Either he's no, like, we don't have to go
1: through. No, we don't like have that. the space. We don't have the space for the junk. So it's like so great that you know. Then once I move there, if I die tragically, there won't be very much to clean up.
0: <laughs> It'll be fine.
1: Yeah. so See, I- And I'm
0: the kind of person that if I die, like, and we've already been kind of planning this a little bit, like, we want to leave, like practical jokes for our kids (laughs) like little notes tucked
1: in things and like just like random things but like I don't know that's just us (laughs) well I think I think that's really funny but you know when I that I know that that's weird that that's something that I think about like
0: well I think we're at that age like uh, we're not old we we have people come in our dms sometimes when we say that we're old and they're like you're not old you're still young we know we're not old but like I feel like we're getting to that age where it's time to start like planning for like what's gonna happen
1: Well, I know for a fact that you don't have to be old to die.
0: It's true. It's very true. So, Like
1: my age does not matter when it comes to my death. You know, (laughs) I mean, that is going to happen when it happens. And I don't get to know that. Yeah. So I just, I'm like, okay, Lord Jesus, can I please make it one more month and get out of this house? (laughs) One more month? You know, if I could just live another month.
0: <laughs> just live like you're dying, Leanne. Just live like you're dying.
1: <laughs> well, I've already been doing that. Well, there you go. I feel like oh, I'm- I'd like high. you to know that it is now 85 degrees, oh, just so, so we're all engaged. Okay, so it's climbing, guys. It's climbing. Um, we'll have to see what it is when we're done.
0: Oh yeah, we will. Jeez.
1: Yes. So, all right. So finally, the week is upon us, everyone, in the planner world. Yes. It's that week. And if you didn't
0: know your new planners are starting this week, even though it's technically June still.
1: Yeah. So if you still are in your old planner and you've been excited to start your July planner, don't wait till next week to look at it. Like now's the time.
0: Exactly. I mean, your monthly won't start until July one, but your weekly will start.
1: That's right. So it's time. We've been waiting for this for what, four months, three months? When do we start buying all these planners that are for July? It feels
0: like a really long time ago.
1: I feel like I've had them for like six months.
0: Uh-huh. And I am so excited. I actually already moved into mine and I'm so excited. I have next week actually planned like a normal person.
1: Oh my gosh. So I'm doing all of that stuff tomorrow. So we're recording this on a Sunday. So when you, when you're hearing this, I will be sitting here, planning, like getting my planner put together. And I'm so excited and I've started to think about like getting back into Etsy kits and just, uh, I just, I'm starting to kind of get that itch again. Yeah. And I know that I can't like really get back into my social media until probably the third week of August, because that's when my move will be done and everything will be settled. Mm -hmm. Um. But I don't know, I I'm starting to get excited and I have like a whole pile of planner stuff over here that I'm itching to get into And tomorrow is the first day that I'm going to have time to do it. So I kind of know how I think I'm going to set it up, but I'll talk, I'll talk that through with y'all, but I want to hear how you have got yours done. Can you share that with us?
0: Yes. So, okay. So I have my Franken planner and then I'm actually going to switch it up for my on the go. So I'll talk about that first. So I'm going to move into a skinny classic for my on the go. And the reason for that is because I just watched an, it's like an older video, I think, on At Home with Kita's channel, um, where she makes like a, she calls it a list planner. So she has like a, a yearly calendar and then like a couple of weeklies in case she has to write something down. But then all of her sections are lists. So it's like her home lists, her work lists, her, I don't know, her expenses, her budget things. Like it just seems like exactly what I need for on the go, because I don't feel like I necessarily just need to carry around a calendar because I have that in my classic, but if I have a place for all of my half sheet lists to just live and I have those just on the go, I feel like that's all I'm going to need.
1: Right. And I think that even just having the monthly there yeah, um, and then pages for listing, I think would be kind of handy.
0: Well, and in the skinny classic, the way the monthly is set up is like, it's like, it's just those lined boxes, kind of like the yearly overview in most of the happy planners. Yeah. So they have that monthly and then just those boxes for the weekly. So like if something comes up, if I like just can flip there and be like, oh, I have to pick Delilah up at this time, or this is when we need to be at this place. Like just those on the go little jotted down notes. I feel like that's going to be exactly what I need for on the go. So I'm moving into a skinny classic. Okay. Which I haven't been in, in a while, but I feel like I'm ready to, I'm ready to go back there. Um, and we'll talk about this a little bit more, but I didn't really need an on the go planner before. And I was trying to make it work with that half letter, but I feel like that one's almost just too big. So I'm going back to the skinny classic for on the go. <clears throat> and then for <clears throat> my everyday planner. It's just, it's a classic size Franken planner. Um, and I put on one of the covers from the Black Artist Collab. It's the one by Rochelle Porter. And it's like black, like a black pattern, black and white. And then in like rainbow pattern or rainbow letters or something, it says, be kinder to yourself and then let your kindness flood the world thought that was very nice
1: I think I have that one
0: yeah so it's like black and white on the back and then the quote is in like
1: rainbow yeah I think I have that one
0: yeah it's super pretty and I thought it was fun for the summer and I hadn't used it yet so I just wanted something new and fresh and I put on black metal discs with it and it looks so pretty
1: now you love those black metal discs
0: I do. I love them black on black is like my favorite if I could have a black on black car black sunglasses I don't know black is my favorite yeah and then I'm using for my everyday planner, the seasonal dashboard, the one with the, I don't know, Jatem Lamore cover or whatever it says on there.
1: Yes. I have that planner.
0: Yes. So that one I'm using for my everyday because I'm, a dashboard just has my heart right now. And to find a seasonal dashboard, like I couldn't not use that. Yeah. I get that. And then I just have my home sections after that. So meal plans, budget projects after that. And then I have for my social media planner, I'm using the neutral dashboard. That was the Joanne's exclusive. That looks like the Stephanie's favorites, right? Right. So I'm using that one. And then for my wellness, I changed it up a little bit and this is actually, so I got inspired by EJ joyful plans. I think that's her handle. Mm -hmm. She's so funny and her stories are the best you guys. So if you don't follow her, you definitely should. Um, but she's using a monthly for wellness and I really like her setup. And so, um, I'm going to be using a monthly and there was a neutral seasonal monthly that came out and it's got like a fun summary cover on it. So it's got like a bunch of doodle art and it's like light blue on the background, but the pages, the dividers are seasonal and the, like the, I don't know, it's not weeklies, but whatever the calendar part is neutral. So I can decorate it however I want. So that's what I'm using for wellness.
1: I have a question about that planner. Yes. Um, you bought that planner for the cover, right? I did. And I'm not even using the cover. And then you ended up really liking the planner for something else. Yes. I love when that happens.
0: I do too. (laughs) Because I wanted to use it. Like I hate, I actually, so I do this all the time, but I actually hate buying a planner just for the cover. Like I want to buy it for both if I can, if there is something that I really love, though, I'm not going to like not buy it, <laughs> obviously, because I freaking buy everything. Um, but I've, I'm really happy that that worked out.
1: Yeah, me too. So have you got your teacher stuff put together yet? Or have you not been able to think about back to school?
0: I have not, but I am going to be using the vertical teacher planner. So that's right, the I one thought that's
1: what, I thought that's what you would say. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I do have a couple of sheets that I'm going to put in. I got a couple of things from... Uh, fancy plans co that are coming that I'm going to put in that planner um, but that has not arrived yet but I will do a setup of that probably in I'm going to at least give it to August 1st okay, <laughs> I'm going to okay. not think about work in school but it is weird to not have a work section in my planner
1: oh I know see like you normally keep it all together so having a
0: yeah having a I am going to gonna keep it, it separate though I feel like this year
1: okay Um, Because
0: then when I, we we're going back in person. And so when I go, I can just grab my t-shirt planner and go, and I don't have to take all my other stuff.
1: Right. So you didn't get anything, um, like you didn't buy a memory planner, did you? And I know that you like told us what all you bought in the mini-sode, but. I I did
0: not buy a memory planner. I'm not really a memory keeper like that. Like I, I didn't find planning through scrapbooking. I've never really been a scrapbooker. Right. So. No, I did not. I bought everything else, but nothing from the memory keeping line.
1: Well, it's, I I would really kind of like to be a memory keeper.
0: I would too. Like, I wish that I had the patience to sit down and like print out photos and like do a memory planner, but I think I would do it like the old school way, like through with the weeklies and stuff.
1: So that's what I was thinking. All right. So, um, is I I don't want to like hijack your planner lineup. So oh no, this is good. No. Like, do you have anything else? Like, I know you don't have a memory planner. I know, like, do you have anything else that, that's like, that slipped in there that we haven't heard about?
0: I don't. I was thinking about doing a gratitude journal, but I don't, I don't have that. I don't have anything for that right now. Right. Okay.
1: So I am thinking about memory keeping.
0: Ooh. Okay.
1: Okay. Especially because I'm kind of starting a new life. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Okay. So, and like right now that I'm kind of like teetering in both lives at the same time, it's kind of hard. Yeah, But I was thinking um, that I would use the pressed florals big Mm -hmm. as my memory keeper because it is the um, vertical weekly layout. Oh, okay. So, you know, I know that it's kind of a big commitment to think about trying to memory plan for a whole week, but I'm coming up on a time in my life where I'll have time.
0: But, and also like, I feel like a lot of people who do memory plan, especially with those weekly ones. They, um, like go back and do it later. They don't like have it current all the time.
1: Well, you can I mean, when I have done it in the past, I'll do like maybe two or three weeks at once. Yeah. But so Jamie, a few months ago, bought me a Canon Ivy printer. Ooh, there you go. And he calls it my sticker gun. (laughs) (laughs) With him. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Because I used it to make a, um. I used it to make a vision board not too long ago and I showed it to him and he was like oh you used your sticker gun (laughs) oh my gosh
0: speaking of that I have to like interject a quick story Brian bought a label maker recently oh snap and, and has been labeling everything and every time we like need something or like the kids need to put their names on something or whatever um okay I have another story. I'll tell that later on another show. But anyway, he wants to label all the things, and I'm like, "You realize this is like one step away from being a planner, your organizational
1: tool, and it has stickers and everything." He is. He is. Jamie mentioned getting a label maker too. (laughs) Oh my god, we don't have one. We don't have one. But you know, he Christmas. Yeah. Um, and and see, like one of the projects that I. I'm so excited about my new life. Can I just put it that way? Like I know you are. You're so excited. Look, you guys, I cannot wait until I like actually live there. Because <laughs> his house is so pretty and there's like so many things that I want to do in there. Yeah. Like I want to organize his pantry.
0: <laughs> oh, that's okay. so adorable. Like his Can pantry,
1: you? his pantry drives me crazy. Like when I look in there, I just cannot. I'm like, okay, So I see that you have 12 boxes of kind bars. (laughs) He's such a guy eating by himself. And I'm like, do we need to keep all the boxes or could we get like a big kind of cool jar that we can like toss them in and like, you know what I mean? Like I have a vision for like how to make this pantry look beautiful, like with canisters and things like that and label making.
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh geez so
1: anyway um I just I can't wait to get there because like we're gonna set up our bedroom and my our bedroom is gonna have an area for me to do my planning and my video making and everything yeah Yeah. and I get to buy like a whole new piece of furniture for that side of the room
0: Ooh, like a desk
1: yes I'm gonna get like a big l-shaped desk so it's gonna have space for me to like actually plan when I don't want to be on film and plan when I want to be on film Oh, I love that. Yeah. So I'm really excited about this like new chapter that I'm about to embark on. I have a lot, a lot to do still before I I can get there, but my planner situation, I almost wish that I could like injure my planners to not start until August. And I think that that may be what I'm going to do.
0: There is one like the student vertical planner doesn't start until August.
1: Well, I I mean, with my Erin Condren stuff. Um, like I'm thinking, right. (laughs) Like I'm thinking about taking out July and just like knowing that I'm not going to be able to commit to planning in July. Um, or just having like a couple of notes sheets so that I can make lists and stuff in July, because I'm not really going to be able to like, if I'm packing up all of my planner stuff, I'm not going to know where my stickers are. Like, it's just going to be, I've got to get my planner stuff packed and move to Jamie's.
0: Yeah. July always has struck me as like a strange time to start planners even if they are 18 months and that is like the midpoint It like wherever I am in my life July has always felt like a weird time
1: well and you know I've been in this like weird planner limbo lately because I, I just don't feel like I don't know how to plan I guess the problem is is that I actually do have a lot to plan but not mm-hmm. enough time to plan
0: so- I feel the same actually right now like there have been so many nights where I have been sitting up on my couch and I'm like, I just really want to go be in my planners and like get organized and stuff. But then I've got like children screaming or I'm like, I have to make dinner in 10 minutes. I just feel like there's not time to plan the busy things right now.
1: Well, and I have had the problem of my stuff is not all in the same place. Oh yeah. That makes sense. You know, my craft room is a complete disaster. And, um, all of my planning stuff is like strung out all over the house. I mean, I've got like piles of stuff, like I just, because I've been running around so much. And when I used to like before school was out, I don't know, like earlier in the year, March, April, I would take bags of planner stuff over to Jamie's and do planner stuff there. Mm -hmm. But keeping everything packed up like that has just made it really hard for me to keep up with everything. What if you got yourself like a planner tote? Well, I do have a planner tote, but I don't, it's currently like the stuff that's in it is sticker books that I used in spreads like a, like months ago that I'm not interested in those sticker books now. So it's just like, because you have know. to have time to pack the planner tote also. Exactly. And yeah. with the sticker books being all over the house, I mean, there's sticker books in like every room. Right. So I am this week going to go on a planner mission where I'm going to find all of the planner stuff in every room of the house and figure out what's going with me to Jamie's and what needs to be donated or sold.
0: I kind of want to do that too. Like I'm ready to like declutter my planner stuff also.
1: Well, I just think that when I sit down for real tomorrow with my planner, Mm -hmm. I might orchestrate something special for July that is just a place for me to like keep good notes and lists.
0: Exactly. The list planner. Seriously. I know it's disbound, and you may not want to do that, but you should at least look at like how Kita has her list planner set up.
1: Yeah. Um, and then I'll have like the regular weekly start in August. Yeah. Oh yeah. You
0: could could even just take out the whole month of July and just have like paper. Yeah.
1: That's what I was thinking is that I would take out the month of July and just leave the monthly.
0: Oh yeah. I like that
1: behind the monthly. I'll just put like a little notebook. That'll be like the notebook that I use to help me like organize my move.
0: Perfect. There you go.
1: So I'm not under the pressure of do a spread every week in July because I don't, I, I can't add that on top of everything else I've got going on.
0: Right. So yeah,
1: I'm, exactly. I'm just going to make it so that it's like perfect for the month of July and what I just need the bare minimum. And then the, the weeklies will start in August.
0: Well, and I feel like this is something that not enough people say or do like, it is really fine if you don't decorate every week in your planner. Like it's, it's fine to just put pen to paper.
1: Yeah. And that's actually one of our topics for today. Yeah.
0: So we'll talk about that in a bit, but
1: yeah, we'll talk about that in a bit. But, um, as far as my lineup goes, here's, I've got three planners. Hmm. Okay. I've got, yeah, I've got three planners. I have a daily duo. Ooh. I have, okay. I have four planners. <laughs> um <laughs> I have a daily duo I have a vertical I have a horizontal and I have a monthly
0: and what are you using the each of them for
1: well that's what I'm trying to figure out
0: okay if you are still trying to figure out a way to use your monthly and you don't really have an idea of how to use it you should take a look at EJ Joyful's um, and there was someone else I think it was Jill of a plan also is using her monthly for wellness
1: well, my monthly is an Erin Condren.
0: Right, but it might be able to function in a similar way.
1: Well, no, I'm, I am I have a plan. Like I have a plan for my lineup. Like,
0: oh, you have a plan. I thought you did not have a plan. I'm trying <laughs> to give you ways to use your planners. I just want everybody to use all the planners for all the things. <laughs>
1: <clears throat> and I and I am um, <laughs> I love that you're using that that monthly for wellness and I wish that the Erin Condren monthly had those like little prompts there like that big extended dashboard thing that the happy planner monthly has what how is it different
0: I've never even seen an okay, Condren. okay the
1: Erin Condren monthly is just a calendar okay and notes pages
0: oh, that's kind of nice though too yeah. like I almost wish that there were just notes pages instead of those little like I don't know, whatever they call them, the little bullet lists for the daily stuff.
1: Yeah, I I like the the dashboard prompt that you have in that, but I don't need the little lists. So there are a lot of like
0: dashboard things though. So sometimes I can't use them all, but you know, it is what it is.
1: I am planning to um, use the monthly that I have. Um, It's the only one of all of my four planners that's mid-century circles. Ooh, so cute. So I'm going to use everything in the monthly and mm-hmm. i'm going to plan it with my weeklies that are all like super super neutral oh yeah so i'm going to use the dividers in the like the mid-century circles planner that i have and i'm going to put them in with the weeklies from the neutral ones okay. so the problem is is that i haven't decided which i i, I cannot i cannot decide which layout is going to be my catch-all if it's going to be vertical or if it's going to be horizontal because you know that i love to plan in a horizontal i do Mm -hmm. but i also really love the way um verticals look when they're decorated with kits. yeah so um it's just it's hard i don't know i haven't decided yet what's going to be my like weekly catch-all okay all Um, right but whatever i decide as my weekly catch-all i will also have the daily duo in there like kind of franken planned with it
0: oh i like that so you're just gonna smash them all together
1: yes i'm gonna smash them all together and coil it and yeah that'll be be good there's gonna be a lot of uncoiling happening um (laughs) tomorrow you're (laughs) so brave with all that uncoiling i could never well i like to have like a you know like a nice open space right and my little pliers and Mm -hmm. yeah so but i'm excited for that and i am going to put together an on the go planner okay and it's going to be the Erin Condren Petite Planner System.
0: Ooh, and I know you do love that. You I do. That.
1: And I love the different kinds of books that they have, like the wellness ones and the gratitude journals. So I've decided that starting in July or August or whenever I'm planning to start all of this, um, when I do wellness and when I do gratitude, it's going to be in the Petite System.
0: Ooh, okay. So
1: Instead of trying to put that into my Frankenplanned catch-all planner that is like for my life, I'm going to keep that stuff in my petite planner, but my petite planner will also have a monthly that I can write down like notes and lists and stuff like that.
0: I like that. So
1: on the go system. Yeah. So it's all like, that's, that's my plan.
0: Yeah. I I just love refreshing my planner system because I feel like we all have all of these like hopes and dreams for what our planners are going to be in January. And we think that, you know, this is the, (laughs) this is the setup that's going to go the distance. (laughs) And then when we get to July, at least for me, I'm always like, this part's not working and I don't like this part and I'm tired of this part. And so I just love a refresh.
1: Yeah. And I just, the way that my life has been lately, when I say I have too many plans to have time to plan. Yeah. um, It's almost like when my life wasn't as busy and I had time to put stickers in my planner, Yeah. I didn't end up having like anything to write in it once it was stickered. Right. Exactly. And now I have so much going on that I would love to have written down in a planner, Mm -hmm. but I don't have time because of the things that are going on to put the stickers in the planner. So it's just like, I need, I need for this part of my life to move on. It's time to settle down. Yeah.
0: I think so too. And I, I can't wait to see, because I already see that you are just so much happier, right? Like even now, but when you are settled into this, new life with this person that makes you so happy. Yeah. No, even though there's going to be hard parts, like you told me, there's some things that you're worried about. Like, I feel like you guys are such a good team that it's just going to go really well.
1: Well, I think so too. And the month of July is going to be interesting because the weeks that I have the kids here with me, mm-hmm. we're going to be here during the day working on the house.
0: Oh, okay. And then
1: every evening we're going to go over to Jamie's so that the kids can be together and start like really getting used to each other.
0: Totally. Are you going to plan like sleepovers so they get used to like sleeping there or not
1: yet? Oh no, that's what we're doing. They will like, oh, good. Yeah. The plan is that we'll spend our nights at Jamie's and our days here doing the house.
0: Oh, that's so good. So it's, I love also, you're just, you always compliment me on my mothering skills, but you really are the right mom for your kids. Like, I feel like you get them and you just always have their best interests in mind and you're such a good mom.
1: Well, thank you. And that is, is one of the things that has been hard for me lately. Yeah. Um, because all of the changes that have happened in my children's lives over the past year, you know, some of them were not my fault. Yeah. I mean, I know that you know, the kind of relationship that I had with their dad when he still lived here with me was really not the best environment for them. Right. Like this was not the marriage that they needed to see Mm -hmm. forever, you know? Um, so I know that, you know, Andy and I are making the right choice. Um, but it's hard to look at them and see that, you know, we split up their family.
0: Yeah. But I, I do also think that like, you're giving them the opportunity to see a healthy relationship. Like you said, like nice. that was something, that was something that I considered when I was separated from Brian for all of 10 minutes. <laughs> like I was like, is this the relationship that I want to see or like have my kids see every day. And at that time, when we were going through our hard parts, that was not the relationship that I wanted them to see. And so I had to put on my big girl pants and tell him how it was going to be. basically. Right.
1: Yeah. Well, and through all of this. So yeah, Andy and I had to have a really difficult conversation yesterday and gradually, since we have been separated, the difficult conversations have become less difficult. Yeah. And that may be because I'm not so like mired in that worry about what he's going to think.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: Um, because you know, when I talked to him yesterday and told him some of my future plans, I was telling him those things so that he would know, not because I was asking for his permission.
0: Right. Exactly. You have to reframe that.
1: Yes. And that was a kind of different feeling for him. I think. Mm-hmm. Have me saying like, this is what I'm going to do and him not really have any room to say anything about it. Right. But about being a mom, a lot of the choices that I'm making for my kids, of course, I worry, what if this is wrong? Right. I mean, I
0: think we all all do that for sure.
1: Yes. I cannot help, but worry, like, what if this is wrong? How can I help them through this in the Mm -hmm. healthiest way possible? Because I can't protect them from pain. I can't, I can't protect them from the things in life that are going to be painful. Even things that are brought on by me, Right. And even, and you don't know how each individual child is going to handle things
0: that could be considered trauma for them. So even though you guys are having like the friendliest divorce possible, you're, you know, you're really getting that solid friendship and co-parenting relationship and you have a good, healthy relationship, no matter all of these positive things, some kids just really have a hard time with a divorce and you're not ever going to know that ahead of time.
1: Well, and I feel like that divorce is trauma. Like there's no way it's been traumatizing for me. It's been traumatizing for Andy. And of course it has been for the kids. Yeah. I mean, it has been a very hard grief filled year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know how long I'm going to be grieving my marriage. Yeah. But it's- I also
0: feel like at the end of the day, like the way that I think about it is like, it's like a Phoenix, right? Like you have to burn it all the way down to then rise up as this like beautiful whole person
1: well and I have I mean I've had to burn like I mean I have burned down everything you know I mean Mm -hmm. if you had told me how do you want to say like this time last year I mean if you had told me in like December right like well in March you're gonna you're gonna leave your job (laughs) I know (laughs) You know, and when you leave, you're going to plan to get a new job. But in the meantime, you're going to change your mind and decide not to get a new job. And you're going to come up with this whole new situation. And it's just like, I know that it could not have been more ideal for me, the situation that I've ended up in, Mm -hmm. but I want for it to be good for my children too.
0: Exactly. Yeah. You know,
1: it can't just be about me. It has to be about them. Right. And, you know, and, and Jamie's children, it has to be about his too. It's not just, it's not just my kids. Like we have to handle this in the right way and we're really trying to we've tried to do this slowly right um even though it seems fast probably to other people um you know it certainly seems fast to andy he did not hesitate to share that with me oh Um, (laughs) but you know i was like well dude i was basically single for three years of our marriage i mean that's true yeah like (laughs) you you kind of like grieved that part of it yes so you know he's got a process and he can take that time but Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm worried that, you know, of course I'm making, I always worry when it comes to my children about, am I making the right decision? And am I doing this the right way? And Mm -hmm. all this kind of stuff. So I have had a lot of mom guilt over the past year. Um, I think,
0: I think from looking at it from an outsider's perspective, I think that you're handling it in the best way possible. You know, like, I feel like you constantly have their needs in mind and like, we're always talking about, of course, like planning for your future, but also like, how can you make it the best for them, you know? And like, should they move schools? Should they not? And I feel like you put a lot of weight on those decisions and it's not just something like, oh, okay, well, we're going to move here and we're going to switch your school and you're going to be fine. And you just have to kind of go with the flow. You're not like that. So I think that, I think you're doing the best job possible.
1: Yes. I have not been making these decisions lightly yeah I have been you know really thinking it through and you know taking my time and trying to do it right um but you know it's just it's just hard like i I feel like that all moms feel guilt,
0: yeah You know, whether, <laughs> yes we do.
1: whether you're you know with your with your baby daddy or not <laughs> right you know, like yeah. I do it's like I feel guilty that you know Andy and I couldn't make it work and you know all this kind of stuff but I feel guilty about like how much that this has changed their lives and it wasn't there was nothing that they could do to stop it when you're a child right. your life is so in the you know in someone else's hands yeah and I can see how people develop control issues at, uh, because of difficult childhoods that's me you know if you don't feel in control in your childhood then when you become an adult like I th- I know that my kids are not going to come through this completely unscathed, mm-hmm. but kids are resilient and my kids are very, very happy right now. Like yep. they have had the best and therapy
0: mom. for kids, a really positive thing. So if they need that, I know that you would be the right mom to get that for them. Yes.
1: And you know, if, if they need it, I will, but I am noticing now that over the course of the past year, they did go through kind of a dull, low time when all of us could tell that they were going through it. But now they've come out on the other side and they're very happy children.
0: Right. And I mean, they also like not only all this divorce stuff, but they also survived a global pandemic that like rocked their world, you know? I feel like all of our kids are like kind of like, they're like a little baby deer blinking into the sun, kind of like opening their eyes again, you know?
1: Yeah, I know. I know that that really is kind of how it is. And when Allison took the, you know, when Allison and I took the kids to the beach a couple weeks ago, We Mm -hmm. took them out in public and we were like, these kids don't know how to be out here.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. None
1: of them, none of them knew how to behave around other people. Like they just were like, just feral, you know? And (laughs) it's
0: so true. They really don't. I need my kids to get back to school, not just for me, but so that they can like look at other people. I don't know, man, I, I, I support your choice if people want to homeschool, but There is something to be said about socializing those kids every day, all day.
1: Well, when is the last time either one of your children has been in a store? I mean, Delilah, I know did some vaccine stuff. So she's probably like. a little, Yeah. Like a month ago,
0: but I, I,
1: well, to be honest, like, I don't really take my kids shopping like,
0: (laughs) like that anyway.
1: Well, no, I don't either. But occasionally if I had to like run into a, you know, there's been times, but I mean, like when has Harrison ever been in a store?
0: When he was little, probably like two or three.
1: Yeah. So he's not going to know how to behave in a retail environment. Which just <laughs> makes me like avoid it more. <laughs> I know, but he has to know how to go in a store, you know, like. He does, yeah. yeah. But, so it's, but I, you know, looking at mine a couple weeks ago out in public, I was like, oh, you guys need some <laughs> lessons. <laughs> <laughs> you do not. You do not know. So, uh, well, this kind of brings us into this section of the show about how is summer going. Oh man. Um oh. so talk about Delilah and her sleepover. Like that's something that happened this week that's new in Caitlin's life. Um <laughs> what's going on with her?
0: So Delilah is vaccinated and she's basically fully vaccinated. I don't think she's like hit that mark yet but like we are calling it good. <laughs> We're calling it close enough. And yeah. my mom is also vaccinated my dad is also not vaccinated. So we're still working on him, but, um, we finally felt comfortable because Brian also got his vaccine recently. Um, I don't know if I've talked about that on the show or not, but Brian got vaccinated. And so we felt comfortable to let her go back over and have a sleepover. Also, I don't, I don't want to say this like in a mean way, but like my mom has been behaving. She's not trying to fight with my husband. She's like, she's chilling. And so we were like, yeah, you can hang out with the kids again. And so Delilah went over and had a sleepover and a little backstory on that. So when we had Delilah, Brian and I were finishing up our last semester of college. And so Delilah as an infant, like lived with my parents. So she like Portland was like the hub and like, we would travel back down to like the Salem area for school. And then we would come back. So we were doing the traveling. Delilah was chilling with my mom and that kind of thing. So she has a really special relationship with my mom and so not being able to have that with my mom has been really hard on her. Yeah. And Delilah just because of the nature of how things were when she was little like Brian and I were young we were working full time like she was one of those kids that was like on the go constantly and for her to have to just be here and sit still drove her nuts. And so she was then driving us nuts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which was getting to be a bit problematic. I was like is it too late to terminate? (laughs) Uh, That's that's a joke. That's a really bad joke. I'm really sorry. Um, Sorry. But (laughs) but, uh, anyway, so we were over there in her, in my mom, my mom's pool. (laughs) It's not anything fancy. It's just a blow up pool, but it is a place where we can get into water and cool off. Um, so we were over there chilling and my mom and I were just talking and I was, um, checking in with Brian and that kind of thing. And we all, as a team of adults, uh, decided that Delilah got to spend the night with my mom on Friday night. And it was so weird only having one kid and like one kid who I could put on like his shows and he wouldn't have to like compromise with his sister. And then he was just chilling, and like zoning out. And like, I don't know, man, I was like, what am I doing? Like, what, what do I do with myself? Nobody's fighting. Nobody's like, like my blood pressure is not raised right now. Like what's going on?
1: <laughs> um, I love it when I only have one yeah. I um, liked it a lot. Yeah. Andy and I have done a lot of that, like keeping them separated for a few days here and there just because they need a break from each other too. Well, um, and
0: it was weird, like being able to look Harrison in the eyes because I feel like I'm constantly looking at one, looking at the other, looking at one, looking kind of like, you know, splitting myself in half, but like look at him in the eyes and like have a conversation with
1: him and be able to focus. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. It's, it's, and People who only have one, ch- who only have one child, like we are not trying to say that parenting is not hard. Yeah. Have one. Okay. I, I know it is. I had one. He was a toddler when Hannah was born. So he was not an only child for very long. Um, but it is easier with one. And my mother, who is the mom of an only child, she agrees with me because she used to tell me before I had two She said, I always wish that I had had more because it's just the same work to have one. You might as well have two. No, it is not.
0: And that is not true. One child child is one child. Two children is seven.
1: Yes, (laughs) because what they don't tell you when you have that second one is that they're going to grow up and talk to each other. Yeah, and then fight. And you're not going to be able to control what comes out of their mouths at each other. (laughs) exactly and that is the thing is that it's not just your dynamic with your children it's their dynamic with each other and that is the most exhausting part it really is is just keeping them from driving me crazy with the way they're talking to each other
0: like if they could constantly play nice and like just chill like that would be fine but that's not how it goes at least not at my house if that's how it goes in your house I need your like parenting strategies
1: well it's just they have this other person who they literally can say anything to yeah who has to love them they have there's there's no there is no um like they they take i don't want to say they take it for granted but it's almost like hannah is always going to be daniel's sister like it doesn't matter what kind of fight they get in like (laughs) she is his sister he she can't leave he can't leave they're stuck together so they can be completely unfiltered in front of each other (laughs) completely unfiltered yes and you know I'm glad that they feel comfortable enough like in our home to to do that but at the same time it's like you know yeah I I don't even I don't even know what kind of how that relationship would feel for there to be a person in my life that I could literally say anything that I want to to them and not have to worry about what they're gonna do
0: well I have a similar dynamic to what Delilah has so I have a little brother who is like five years younger than me so we have a big age gap his name is Charlie, by the way. Um, and I don't know, man, like it's, it is exactly like that. Like he and I could not be more different. Like we're not very close. I don't think as siblings because we're just real different, yeah. but like if I need something, so like when our power thing was like falling off the house and I called my brother and I was like, you just re- rewired the whole shop. Like, I need your help. Like, will you come help us? He like was there in a minute, you know? Yeah. So he's just, he's like my person that I will always have in my life.
1: Yes, always. Mm -hmm. And I, and I know that that's, as an only child, I don't understand those, that relationship. There is, there's literally no one in my life that I can speak to just any kind of way. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And they can't leave me. They can't. I'm pretty much the
0: closest you got.
1: (laughs) The closest. And I mean, well, and I I feel like that I can, I mean, I I don't even treat my own parents that way. Yeah, you know that I would just say anything to them. So Uh I I just, I don't understand the two of my two children together and when we do have them separated, it is so nice to just let one make the decisions about what we're going to watch and just one, make the decisions about what we're going to eat and not have to worry about them, like fussing back and forth with each other about it. So.
0: Right. Or like to have to share myself, like Harrison could come up and snuggle with me without Delilah getting jealous and also having to jump in there. You know?
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, um, yeah, you're going to really enjoy it. If she starts doing that more. Well,
0: she's going back. (laughs) We already have another one scheduled, So she'll be there Tuesday through Thursday of next week.
1: You're going to have two nights.
0: Yeah. With just Harrison.
1: Are you going to go over there in the middle of the day and see her?
0: No. Why would I do that?
1: <laughs> well, I didn't know if like, you know, cause your mom was close. So I didn't know if you yeah. would take her over there on Tuesday and then go visit on Wednesday and
0: uh, no, I will not be doing that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. So she'll be gone for two nights and it'll just be you and Harrison and, and Brian for that will be very cool. Yes. It'll just be me and the boys. That's right. It'll be super cool. You can watch truck videos or something. Like
0: <laughs> truck videos and hornet's nests. and
1: <laughs> Oh, I think that's, I think that's great. I really I do. I'm the boys are the to this. I'm yeah. happy for Delilah though that she's getting out.
0: Yeah. And like my mom does things with her that are different than what I do. Like she allows her to have dress up clothes, which don't come for me y'all, but like, I don't like dress up clothes. <laughs> like I don't let those happen in my house. Like not like fancy dresses, but like
1: no extra like play dress up type things yeah I don't my Hannah does not have a dress up bin.
0: yeah no but Delilah loves it and so my mom and my mom loves to go to garage sales and she'll just buy like slips that she finds at garage sales or like clothes that are two sizes too big for Delilah yeah that look like they could be fun and she just hangs them in her closet because she doesn't have children that live there anymore (laughs) to ruin things oh I think that's cute I like that Yeah. And so like, she just gets to do different things and like experience different people, which is important. And it's important for, it's important for us to, it's important for us to miss each other. Like, I really value my relationships with people when I miss them a little bit.
1: Yeah. I feel the same. I'm kind of worried about that in my own relationship because like Jamie and I have had to miss each other so much because of the every other week situation for all these months that I'm kind of worried that like when he actually sees me every day all the time, Mm-hmm. he's not gonna
0: feel the same oh no he will
1: <laughs> i'm like oh my gosh when we actually live together like it's just yes yeah, it will be change but it'll be good i think yeah so good. well I want to talk about my travels a little bit um okay let's do it okay so when we had jasmine on the other day i did talk briefly about pigeon forge but I just feel like I yes, need a little bit I feel like I need a little bit more time (laughs) to talk about that place. (laughs) Let's do it. Let's talk about it. Okay. So the only thing that I wanted to do in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee was the Titanic Museum. And I have been asking Jamie to please let's go up there and see this Titanic museum. We've been talking about this since, I think that we actually had a trip planned to go to Tennessee in like November of last year, but that's like around the time that our relationship got kind of weird. Do you remember that time? Like when he kind of vanished for a little while. And yeah, Yeah. that was just like a weird time. And um, we had planned that trip and then we canceled it. So, um, we had so much fun going to Charleston a couple of weeks ago that while I was away at the beach with Allison, he was like, Hey, let's plan another trip. Okay. And that's when I said, Okay, let's go to Pigeon Forge. Well, he kind of said, We probably shouldn't go to a place with pigeon in the name.
0: Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, probably. He was like, Because pigeons are gross. <laughs> they
0: are kind of.
1: And I was like, Well, that's where it is. So we decided to go. He found a hotel. And looking back on it, we could have just stayed one night.
0: Uh-huh. Well, why would you do that?
1: Well, we could have just stayed one night because I only wanted to see that one thing. Okay. You know, like we really needed to just go do that one thing, like have a nice dinner and then come home. But he booked it for two nights because he was like, we'll do other stuff while we're there. Well, mm-hmm. this is what we've discovered about Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. It is just not for us. That is just not for us. Like it's just not our thing. Uh-huh. Um, first of all, when we made the plans, in my mind, the place was not going to be busy oh no (laughs) like i just didn't know that this was a place that people just go okay like i didn't know that so when we got there there were so many people there that's what you said you said everyone was there the traffic was crazy it's like everybody was there there were license plates from all over the country and we're looking around like why are they here like (laughs) what are they here to see like we couldn't figure out i mean like the titanic museum was cool but it wasn't like i mean you wouldn't drive from oklahoma to see it you know what i mean like i just so (laughs) i just i still after two days there i just don't get it i
0: (laughs) yeah it's just not your jam
1: i just don't understand it and um so there's this there's this area in pigeon ford called the island okay it's not on an island but it's called the island and it has tons of like little shops and little things that you can do. And there's this huge fountain in the middle that you can sit around. They have these nice little Adirondack chairs like all around the, the water. There's a Paula Dean's restaurant there. Oh, Paula Deen. Mm-hmm. Yes, and then um, there's, um, there's a crime museum and we went to that. Um, and then there's a huge Ferris wheel, which we didn't ride because Jamie is terrified of heights. So, <laughs> okay. It's a pretty area. Like, I can see why you would want to visit and see it and just sit there for a little while and hang out there and shop around. But Mm -hmm. I can't imagine driving like 12 hours to get there. there. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I just, I just don't, I I don't, I don't understand. Now, Dollywood is in Pigeon Forge. So maybe that's why people go there. Maybe. And it is summer. So people are just looking for things to do. Well, and see, I never, when we were making this plan it did not cross my mind that it was june and that school was out and that everybody was going to be there like i just i didn't it it was just a. the trip was not it didn't i don't want to say it didn't meet expectations because i didn't really have any expectations i had never been there before i had no idea what to expect right um but you know it's just when you go to a place and then you leave and you're like well i don't really need to go back there um (laughs) it's not really like anything of, you know, I don't have anything against Tennessee. There's other areas in Tennessee that I really like.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, you know, we did find a really awesome restaurant that um, had a distillery attached to it. And um, we bought a lot of moonshine and bourbon and stuff like that. And, you know, it's t- Tennessee pigeon forge is definitely a place to go. If you like to drink. Okay. They have tons of uh, moonshine places and you know, that's, and i do like to drink
0: (laughs) yeah you do you do do that
1: i do do that um but yeah it was just it was a good trip and we had a really really good time and i'm glad that we went but it was just if you know of something in pigeon forge that i missed besides dollywood send me a dm because i just couldn't figure it out It's, it's a very mysterious place um because there were so many people there and we just we couldn't figure out how they got there or what they were doing so um Yeah, that was pretty much our, our, that, you know, that trip. Um, We are going to go back to Charleston next week to see Jamie's mom and have some more tomato pie.
0: (laughs) Tomato pie. Yeah. We're going
1: to go back to the restaurant where we had tomato pie last time. I talked about that on the show, didn't I? The tomato pie.
0: You did. Yes. You shared with us how delicious that is.
1: Yes. Well, he and I have not stopped thinking about that tomato pie since we left. So we're going to go back and have that. Um, and we're going to go to the beach. I've never been to the beach in Charleston, so I'm excited for that. Oh,
0: yeah, that's exciting. Yeah.
1: Don't you have a beach trip coming up? We
0: do. So we're not sure if we're going to do it in August or in September. Um, it'll probably be after I go back to work, but I, that's fine for me because I can do my work wherever. Um, or we could just go on a weekend or whatever, but we're planning to go to. I think like South Coast in Oregon, so Lincoln City, Newport area, if anybody knows where that is. Um, but this is also big. This is like big step steps in our getting out of quarantine life, you know. Oh, like, you know, it is. We have not done a beach trip in two summers. So I'm very excited. I'm ready to be at the beach again. And yeah, I'm ready. I'm just I'm so excited.
1: What do y'all do at the beach?
0: Um, we go to the beach. <laughs>
1: Well, I know, but it's not warm. So what do you do it in on the beach?
0: So you bundle up in your coats and your sweaters and you walk around, or if you're like me and you need to get in water, wherever you go, uh, you just go in the water and like it's in crazy. the ocean water. Yeah. Usually uh, it's okay to go in, especially if it's like warmer at the beach, like in the seventies or whatever, mm-hmm. um, like where the tide pools are, there'll be some little like pools of water that's been like hanging out there for a little while. That'll be a little warmer. Um, so that's what you usually do, or I don't know, you just like sit on the beach and watch and like the kids will build sand castles or whatever. Um, we also usually get a beach house with a hot tub. So we hang out in the hot tub a lot. Um, there are like fish markets that we like to go to. So because of like the way that we, (laughs) the way that we eat and our like weird, dietary things we usually just buy a bunch of seafood and then like cook at the beach house so that's yeah. something
1: that we do I love doing that
0: yeah so I'll buy like 10 pounds of oysters or whatever or like clams and like steam them or whatever um and so that's we like to do that when we're at the beach I don't really like to go shopping that much but sometimes I do some of our beaches have like little kitschy attractions so like a Ripley's believe it or not at one of our little beaches Um, one of our beaches has like a wax museum. You could go out and do things like we have, um, like the piers where you could go look at the sea lions that hang out there all day. So there are some like little kitschy things to do, but I just like to go at the beach and just know that I'm there. (laughs) That's weird. Like if I went to the beach and stayed at the beach house the whole time, I would be totally fine with that. Like if there were no other plans.
1: So those little kitschy places that you were talking Uh about, the wax museum, the rivers, believe it or not, Uh the beach where I go and where I take my kids has all of that stuff. And you know what else has all that stuff? What? Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Well, I feel like, so Oregon coast beach towns are, are basically like that. Like they are these little like kitschy kind of towns.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: Some of them have grown up a little bit more as the coast has gotten more popular um, but that's just kind of like the vibe and so I don't know I just kind of like that it's kind of
1: just I don't know it's nice I like the vibe of beach towns where you can just kind of wear whatever
0: exactly like you could just walk around in your flip flops and your shorts that's basically what our beaches are like
1: yeah and that's kind of what um, the beaches are like at, on the coast of North Carolina and I would yeah. say that Pigeon Forge is like a beach town in the mountains <laughs> beach town in the <laughs> yeah it was like Myrtle Beach in the mountains the Oregon mountains are fancy like people go there to ski and snowboard because okay, well, that's not yeah. and, and people may go and see Pigeon Forge is in the Great Smoky Mountains oh no so I'm guessing that that Appalachia probably, yeah that's probably another reason why people go there <laughs> to like look at the Appalachian people oh
0: well oh okay well <laughs> I watched a documentary about Appalachian people recently it's very interesting well, I saw some interesting
1: people. Oh. <laughs> yeah, we we drove through some interesting places on the way there. Um I will just yeah, it was it was cool.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's the best part also of going to the Oregon coast because the towns that you have to drive through to get there, you can see some stuff. You can there are some pretty cool roadside attractions on the way.
1: <laughs> well, that's one of the things about getting to the Tennessee mountains that was weird for us because we're like is there not an interstate that we can drive to get there like why are we driving down these little windy roads in these tiny little towns like we just oh it was so hard to get there the mountains were so treacherous so I anyway well I'm excited for you to get to go to the beach and I know that we talked about when I come to Portland that we might do like a day trip
0: yeah, we could definitely try, um, or we can stay in town and you can do all of the Portland attractions.
1: Um, well, either one, I mean, we have, we've got, we've still got like a month to plan what we're going to do when I get there. But, um, yeah, I would like to see the Oregon coast. Mm-hmm. Um, it is I'm a two gonna...
0: hour drive from where I'm at. So you'll have to bear with me in the car.
1: Oh, well, I don't mind two hour drive. I just got home from a four hour <laughs> drive yesterday.
0: Okay. Well, we'll plan it. We'll plan it.
1: Yeah. Two hours is no trouble. Mm-hmm. So, um, well, the last thing that we want to talk about before we wrap up this episode is we're going to head back into planner land for a minute. Woo-hoo. Favorite um, Because part of my problem over the course of the past few months is that I can't get back into my planner because I have, for whatever reason, and tell me if y'all agree with, or if you feel this way ever, let's say it's the first week of the month. Okay. If I miss the first week of the month in my planner and don't plan in it, then I just end up scrapping the whole month and don't do it.
0: I do the same thing.
1: Isn't that terrible?
0: Yeah, it is. And then I'm like, well, maybe I'll just plan the next month. And then the next month just gets there so fast.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I feel okay. like that, that's been my problem is that I, and that's what I'm worried about for this month too, is that I'm not going to get in it soon enough for it to even help me this month. Oh, um, geez but I want to talk about blank weeks. Yeah. And I think that, I think more of us need to be
0: okay with that because like what you have going on in your planner, like you're just putting pen to paper, man. Like, and at the end of the day, like that's the point of our planners, right? It's like keep us on track to get us successfully moved (laughs) to do whatever (laughs) we need to do. And of course we like them to be pretty. That helps to motivate us. But I also feel like, and this includes myself, that we just put so much pressure on what our planners are going to look like for the gram. Sometimes we forget like the purpose.
1: Yeah, and I haven't taken a picture of my planner for the gram in a while. In fact, I looked at my Instagram the other day and it's been months since I've posted. Oh. <laughs> oh no. But I haven't even been able to get pen to paper lately. Like I and that's and that's just me. People that have a planner that they're very committed to. That's the people that I that I those are the kind of planners that I want to talk about right now because me not being able to get started in a planner is not the same as having one that I have established and then just missing a week and feeling bad about it. Okay. Um, And that's kind of, I, I feel like that in the past when I've had like a really great planning system and I've been really, really into it, that I feel guilty about missing a week. That, you know, obviously what we want or what we aspire to is to be able to flip through this beautiful planner for months and months and months and have all of these beautiful weeks that we've decorated and written on. Um, and it's almost like that being my goal to one day have that kind of completed planner is making it hard for me to plan at it all. I, yeah, it's true. Like thinking about that end goal of like just that big picture, I, because I feel like I do
0: the same thing. I'm like, oh, my planner is going to look so pretty when it's all done but it's, I don't focus on the day-to-day, like having it help me get the stuff done, you know?
1: Yeah. And one of the things that I'm committing to this year in starting a new set of planners Mm -hmm. is actually like using it. Like I want to use it (laughs) and I want to use it. I want to, I want to take away the like expectation that it's going to be perfect. And that at the end of the year, it's going to look some kind of way. Right. Like I want to just use it. That that's my goal.
0: <laughs> yes. That's a beautiful goal.
1: And I want to like reevaluate my intentions. Yeah.
0: Maybe you need to switch up your, what you're using. I don't well, know.
1: I don't know my intentions. I feel like I don't want for, I don't want for my planner to be, I always said that if my planner ever just became for Instagram, that I would quit it.
0: Yep. Exactly.
1: And now that it's been months since I've planned, I'm like, well, maybe did I do that? Did I quit? Have I quit? Like, I mean, you call me. Retired, well, and I feel like sometimes from-, <laughs> from planner life.
0: <laughs> um, I hope not because I love that we plan together. That's like one of my favorite things.
1: I know. I can't, um, I can't quit this life. I can't,
0: you can't quit this life. But I also feel like sometimes, and this may be just specific to me, but like I don't know, when you have commitments to companies that you're doing PR for and you have like a schedule that you have to follow, I don't know. I've been feeling really uninspired by that. And like just structures around what you have to post or where you're going to post or how you're going to post it or what your pictures need to look like. That just takes, it has been taking the fun out of it for me. So I need to reevaluate the PR companies that I'm working for or doing PR for because, I don't know. I feel like that's kind of sucking the life out of me right now too.
1: Well, and I can't believe that you managed to get through the last month of the school year and continue to post your PR stuff like you. Well, and I
0: didn't like, I haven't been posting for wrong, wrong. And I feel really bad about that. I only posted one picture. Um, and, but I feel like one other PR team, like really kind of took over all of my time. I don't know. And I guess that's another conversation. Like, and we've talked a little bit in the DMS about this, but like don't know I feel like maybe some PR companies need to think about the expectations they have for people who are basically working for free yeah so I don't know that's that's kind of where I'm at with it right now um I am I do feel like it's been like um a learning lesson (laughs) you could say (laughs) learning time because I was really excited to get back into PR and I was actually even thinking about applying for the squad but like I feel like I need a less structured PR setup. Like, I feel like Wrong, Wrong does it very well. She's like, give me two posts a month and anything else you share that you want to share. It's totally cool. And here's your affiliate code and you can get some affiliate money and like, I'll send you things from my shop and all this stuff. Like, I feel like she's just very, I don't know, not, not unstructured, but like she like understands that. like, yeah, it's like a good relationship, I yeah. feel like. Mm-hmm. So and, I don't
1: know. how do you feel? Okay. So well, any team that you're on when your term mm-hmm. comes to an end, I think that it will be beneficial to the owner of the shop to give them feedback.
0: Mm-hmm. And I, I hope that like some, I hope that all of the people that I'm PRing for are going to ask for that feedback. Like when the term ends.
1: Yeah. Just to kind of see like what they could do differently because i mean you know it's you are essentially people are essentially working for free um and we've like yeah we have talked about this in the dms quite a bit um just about you know how we feel about content creators you know working for free but i i just i'm at a place where I can't have that structure, you know, like I could not have been over the past couple months expected to post any kind of certain time. Like I would have been, that would have been been a mess.
0: And I I feel like that's part of it for me. Like I just need it, but I feel like that's maybe why I haven't been planning in my other planners. And I've been so uninspired because I've been giving all of my attention to this one thing that's asking so much of me.
1: Right. And that's kind of where I go back to, okay, so if I am only in this planner lifestyle for Instagram, then it's not working for me.
0: Yeah, exactly. And like, that's why I've been so excited for my July planners to start because I really do feel like it's a fresh start and I'm just ready to plan for me again.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I'm planning to do tomorrow. I'm just going to plan for me.
0: Mm-hmm. And yeah. And that's what I did too. Like I planned out my whole monthly and my first weekly in my July planner and I did not film it.
1: Yeah. You just did it for you.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I'll share, I'm going to share my lineup and then, um, I have a haul coming and stuff. So I felt like I could have some content there without having to, you know, plan a monthly. Um, but I don't know, like I just, I needed to just sit down and be in my planners and like get reacclimated and like figure out what I wanted to do. And all of that stuff. So I just, I sat down and planned the other night at like midnight.
1: Well, I'm committing this time around to forgiving myself for blank weeks.
0: Yes, me too.
1: Yep. And if I'm in my planners for a month and I realize that it's not working, I'm going to change it quickly instead of trying to make it work. Yeah. Okay. So those are my commitments to my planner for the following six months.
0: Well, and six months is good. I'm, I am actually praying and I don't know if this is going to work out, but I'm praying that the happy planner doesn't come out with another planner that I love as much as my seasonal dashboard, because I would love to take this thing at least 12 months.
1: Well, I mean, you know, you can decide that within yourself.
0: I know, but I have FOMO, like no other, (laughs) like if there is a beautiful design that I feel called to purchase, I'm going to throw everything else to the side. Right.
1: Oh, well I am committing also to not going overboard with buying planner supplies once I get moved. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm hoping that having, um, less space will make it easier for me. Okay. Yeah. That might help Mm -hmm. because having a whole room here where I could put stuff. Yeah. That's it's yeah. Really I think that's hard hard to to part of my
0: problem too. Yeah. <laughs> I also have a whole room. I I mean, I've showed my filing cabinet where I keep everything and, yeah, have so,
1: <laughs> but yeah. So with the coming of the new planners in July, those are my new planner commitments that I will not worry so much about blank weeks and just move on just next week's a new week and just move on. And if it really bothers me to look at those weeks, I can just glue them together. yeah you
0: can or you can like if you feel so called to do it like if you get like a bug you know
1: you could even um
0: back plan if you wanted to
1: yeah yeah so well you know what i think that that's our show caitlin yeah
0: we've been we talked about a lot of things on this show
1: (laughs) yeah um you know it didn't feel like we were super like um crazy and off the notes but we did yeah we covered a lot of things so um yeah, um, you guys, if you are not already following Caitlin, I don't know what you're doing, but you can go find her on Instagram at creating and chaos underscore official. And you can also find her on YouTube and Patreon as creating in chaos. And she has an awesome teacher Instagram called Chaos in the Classroom that you can go check out for teacher tips. And you can check out what's going on with her ducks at Chaos underscore official. She is also here every Monday and Friday on Spice Chaos. And she hangs around the Spice Chaos podcast Instagram as well. So go and find Caitlin in all of her places.
0: Yes. And you can find Leanne at Spice Plans on Instagram, YouTube, and Patreon. And it sounds like she's going to be back there sooner rather than later, which is awesome as soon as her move gets completed in the next month or so. Um, and then you can also find her at, um, Spice Horizons playing Animal Crossing when she gets some time to do that. And then you can also find her over on the Spice Chaos Instagram, as well as right here, Monday and Friday chatting with me.
1: Well, thank you, Caitlin. And yes, Spice Horizons is coming back. Um, Hannah and I talked last week, and she said that she really wants to get back into Animal Crossing. Ooh! So once we get the move completed, some of the time that Hannah and I will be spending together in our new place, we are gonna we've, we're gonna play Animal Crossing some more. So that's that's something that I'm you know kind of missing. So that's coming back. That's good. Yeah, but um, I hope that everyone um, has a really great Monday and a great week and, um, you know, try to stay cool.
0: Yeah, this will be the last day when you're hearing this, the last day of our heat wave. And then we'll be back into cooler temperatures like 95 to 91.
1: So what's the temperature right now at the end of recording, Caitlin?
0: Okay, so we are now at 90 degrees at (gasps) 10 10 o'clock in the morning.
1: You guys, it went up five degrees while we were talking. Yeah, it did. That is crazy. Let me look at my temperature and see how it's changed.
0: I don't want to speak about your temperature. right
1: now. All right. It's currently 86. So it's gone up three degrees here since we talked, since we started yeah. talking. Jeez. So, yeah. Lots of weather in this episode. You guys are welcome. Yeah. Well, I, oh, geez. I'm <laughs>
0: going to go get in some water right now. I'm going to go <laughs> hit up a pool or something and just sit there and melt all day.
1: Well, everybody have a great week and we'll talk to you in the next one. Bye friends. Bye.